the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Misha Dimitruk, Essex Mortgage, NMLS 694427. Joining you once again, for any of you who are a constant listeners to the show, you know we've had a little bit of a break here, and now we're back here to present you with mortgage information, strategy, and ideas that are generally not presented to you in other places around the market, um, particularly if you're hitting your big box bank and asking them for guidance on how to finance or structure your real estate financial goals. So if you have a question, if you have a scenario, if you have a transaction that you need support with, you can contact me by phone at 831-435-0385. You can send text to that message uh, number as well. And you can email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I have been in the magnificent world of home lending since 1996. And it's been an adventure, folks. I will tell you, there is something that is always changing here in the mortgage lending industry and products, flexibility, information, access to them is not as cut and dry as it would seem in the, ga- in the age of Googling things. It's not as easy to get this type of information as one would think. First and foremost, because what's available to you specifically is available to you based on your specific set of criteria, your neighbor, your barber, your best friend down the way, do not have the same pieces of information to the financial puzzle that you do. And that's why this information is spoken about in general terms a lot of the time. And that's why the situation for you might warrant a lot of other options that your best friend, your barber are not going to get. So if you have a specific situation that you need help with or a financing scenario that you would like assistance with, I ask that you contact me and let me walk you through the steps of what's available to you directly. Now, Essex Mortgage is the fantastic opportunity of everything. We are a direct lender. We are a correspondent lender and we have brokering ability. That means I have my own money to lend. That means I'm lending other people's Uh, money being brokered out. And that means that I'm lending money based on other people's rules and regulations, but still keeping it within the umbrella of my house. That gives me a lot of flexibility in knowing that I don't just have a one trick pony in my pocket. I have a bag of tricks to be able to draw on for your benefit. Now we're ending the third quarter here very soon in the next couple of days. And the fourth quarter here in the Bay area, for the last several years 
has been the busiest time of year when it comes to real estate transactions. For years and years on end, the summer was considered the busy selling season. But that is no longer the actual case because most buyers have been watching and monitoring the markets very heavily. And they're looking at the concept of whether or not they want to place an offer, whether they want to hedge their bet, wait for the market. And they're watching the summer. What happens with those prices? When the prices, when the properties first hit the market in the summertime, lots of buyers are telling me, I think that property value is high. I'm going to wait and see if that property comes down. And oftentimes there is some fluctuation on properties that might be a little bit less conventional in what they're offering. Some properties were on the market for a minimum number of days and sold immediately. It's still a very, very hot market. If you're a buyer out there, you know it is challenging. And there is a concept that is readily known by buyers, but maybe not just by name. It's called buyer fatigue. And it is really, you've been a buyer for so long and it's so much time and energy and heart space invested in looking for that home, particularly if this is going to be your primary residence, the home where you're going to live and grow your family and, and establish your roots. That house means something. And looking for that house and thinking you've found it time and time again, putting in an offer and hoping that they select yours only to be outbid is a reality that buyers in the market are, are feeling. So in that, we want to talk about ensuring your da, 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 pre-approval that you understand your pre-approval, that you understand your maximum purchase power, and that you know where your comfortable sweet spot is. I want you as a buyer to be readily aware of where you can swing for the fence. And if you don't feel like that house warrants that price, that you can bid based on what you and your professional real estate advisor, your realtor, determine as a viable price for that property. Now, buyers are always going to want a good deal. Sellers are always going to want the highest price. So there has to be offers made based on information and understanding the market that you're buying in. And a lot of buyers tell me that they're looking at, at information and seeing when the house sold last time and sort of trying to determine what they think a good profit would be for the seller and that that's enough money. And I always say to them, but would you want someone to be saying that's enough money for you if you were going to buy on it? You have to look at what the market dictates. What are the offers in the neighborhood going for? What's the list price versus what they actually sell for? Because that is what the market truly is. And that's what we really have to be aware of when we're putting in offers is making sure that you're competitive. Otherwise, it's just an exercise for you. And I don't know a lot of buyers or realtors out there who want to just continuously write offers that don't get accepted. The goal is to get your offer in and get it accepted and get into that house, right? So I, I encourage you to really understand your specific purchase power. And again, that's going to be different for everyone. Included in the pre-approval, formal pre-approval is going to be a review of your eligible income. Now, what's eligible income and what you take home in your paycheck and what is pre-tax dollars? Those all may be different numbers. And how do you know which figure you get to use? That's what working with a qualified expert will do for you. If you receive bonus income, if you receive commission income, if you're an hourly employee and you don't have consistent hours, or even if you have consistent hours, but sometimes your consistent hours are the night shift where you get paid a differential, our graveyard, our weekends, 
and it doesn't show up in your pay as regular pay, you may be running into a roadblock with someone who has lesser knowledge and experience on the loan origination side. I wanna make sure you know that you have a resource in this industry and the challenges that you run into, you have somebody to bounce those concepts off of and come up with a strategy. Make sure that you are comfortable with all of the aspects of your specific opportunities and that you have begun living as if you are making that payment on that maximum purchase price already. Put that money aside, pay your rent out of it and feel what it feels to actually live with that payment. Does it work for you? Does it fit for your budget? Are you limiting yourself? Are you putting more on credit cards? Those are all really important things for you to understand before you actually go out and make yourself financially and legally, and let's call it what it is, emotionally obligated in this house as well. It's a really big deal to make a purchase. And here in the Bay Area, those purchase prices are big. So it's a big purchase, the biggest purchase most people will ever make in their lifetime. And the financing of that biggest purchase ever really warrants having those numbers run by someone that you value and trust and someone who has your best interest in mind. Not just here are three things that I sell, you have to pick from one of them or I'm going to go on to the next sale. That is not what you as a buyer need to be experiencing. So we're going to take a look at your income in a pre-approval. We're going to take a look at your assets. It's not just about whether or not you have enough money in the bank today to be able to close on this transaction. It's also about what are your deposits? How have you moved any money? Where is that money coming from? Are you getting a gift? Who's giving the gift? Do we have all the paperwork in line? I will tell you all out there, anyone who's been through this process knows it's a persnickety paper process. We have very, very rigid guidelines, and those are the rules that we have to operate in and the loan rules to meet in order to close on a loan. And the paper requirements are specific in a lot of ways. And that is what working with the experts will do for you. They'll help you understand what the expectation is for showing that income, that those assets, where the money came from, how you're going to make the money. All of the money pieces need to be discussed talked about openly and verified, documented. In addition, we're going to take a look at your credit. Yay, everybody loves to look at their credit, right? Just like everybody loves to file tax returns. So we're going to take a look at your credit. And it's not just about whether or not you have a good credit score. It's also about your credit history. Have you looked at your credit? Have you talked about your credit history? Have you talked about what all of the aspects of your credit profile actually mean? and how they're going to support you or hinder you in getting where you want to go with your financial goals. These are all things that need to be looked at in advance. And that's why getting formally pre-approved before you head out shopping is going to be the key to your getting the keys. Now, it's really something that I talk to buyers about on, a, on an everyday basis and have for years. And some people are somewhat resistant to it. They, they don't want to share that information with, with anyone. You know, they, these are pieces of your financial life that you don't share the truth of or the depth of with everyone that you know. Your best friends don't know what your tax returns say, what your bank account holds, what your credit report says. This is my job. This is what people in home lending do. We hold your information with the utmost confidentiality and we review things not in a judgmental way, 
in a way that helps you understand what it is that you need to do in order to get to the end result that you're seeking. So if you are looking at this in advance, you are being given the keys to knowledge on how to better your position so that you win the day and you get what it is that you want. Now, we can't do that if you don't tell us the information, if you don't give us the pieces of the puzzle. So that's where we are today, folks, is talking about right now, pre-approval. Are you ready to buy in the fourth quarter? Are you ready? Have you looked at where you're getting that money from? If you're a homeowner already, have you looked at drawing the equity out of your home, that lazy equity that's been growing leaps and bounds over the last two years? Do you know what you could do with that and how that could benefit your life, your financial future? Are you planning for retirement? Are you planning for kids to go off to college? Are you putting off any of those home improvement products, projects, or are you really looking at paying off high interest debt with this low fixed rate interest that you get to manage yourself? These are the topics that I wanted to hear from you about. These are the topics that I want to discuss readily with you. And I want you to know there are financing opportunities for you. We are going to take a break here in a moment. And when we come back, we're going to talk about those flexibilities. We're going to talk about the opportunities for people who, even if you have credit issues, have the opportunity to own their home. You are listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha, and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are back, Bay Area. It's nice to be back here today, and I hope all of you are having a great afternoon and enjoying the start of our fall. Fall is my favorite season. Uh, the air is fresh. The sky tends to be blue. We get a little bit of rain here and there. And the buyers are not out trudging around in the summer heat to see these properties. So that uh, definitely makes for happiness much more readily available to everyone. So before the break, we were talking about flexible financing options. Now, the flexible financing options are not just available for purchase money loans. If you own property and you are looking at the prospect of wanting to tap into the equity that you have been amassing, during your ownership, whether it's been the last year, whether it's been five years, 15 years, or 25 years, it is likely if you are making your mortgage payment or if you didn't have one, that you have a tremendous amount of equity built up in that property. Lazy equity, we call it, is something that is equity sitting there not working for your benefit. If you purchased in the last year or two and you have mortgage insurance, you should look to refinance now. Check the values in your neighborhood. They've likely gone up and the opportunity for you to minimize or remove that mortgage insurance in full is readily available, folks. Give me a call, 831-435-0385 or Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. Now, those flexible financing options, purchase or refinance. Lots of different things that are out there in the market today. Something for primary homeowners, meaning that's the residence that you live at more than anywhere else. You can own multiple homes. You can even have multiple second homes, but everyone has a home that they are at more than anywhere else. Or I should say most people have a home that they're at more than anywhere else. And that's where the, your official record address is, where your taxes end up, uh, where you do the, the most of your important 
paperwork negotiation has that address on it. Primary residence, we can do a cash out refinance without having to include income for qualification. So that means that the people out there who own property that maybe their income on paper doesn't support their ability to pay the mortgage, we have a cash out opportunity for you. So that equity is not trapped. For anyone who's gone into their big box bank and been told their taxes don't allow them to reach to that loan amount, I want you to give me a call because we have the opportunity to champion that challenge for you. If you're wondering, why didn't they tell me that when I went into my big box bank and they said no? The answer is a very simple one, folks. They know what they have to be able to sell. They are not going to take the time to get versed in all of the products that you could get from someone else, because first of all, that would make them feel terrible about what they don't get to offer in their doors, but also they only need to focus on selling what it is that they have. So if you have been told no by someone else, please reach out to me so that we can look to finding you the path to yes. If you are purchasing or looking to refinance an investment property, and if let's say your tax return income is lower over the last two years because of pandemic, because of business shift, because of a lot of different things in there, if you've had investment property and you've had tenants who have not paid you, and therefore the income that you've been receiving is lower, we have a loan for you called a debt service loan. And essentially, it takes all of the other financing that you have in your world and puts it aside and focuses on the one individual property at hand. An appraisal is done to make sure that there's value in the property and the appraiser determines a market rent that property would achieve. That rent needs to cover the cost, principal interest, taxes, and insurance on that house, and the loan is a done deal. That is a great opportunity for people whose portfolios have gotten out of whack, for people who have had tenants that didn't pay, people whose income has been diminished for whatever reason it may be, or who have just a very complicated set of circumstances. That's a great opportunity to minimize and laser focus on the transaction at hand and the one individual property. Additionally, there are flexible financing options for the self-employed. There are bank statement loans where we can utilize deposits into the bank statement to be able to generate a stream of income. There are profit and loss only loans that allow your CPA to provide year-to-date profit and loss and us to be able to extract a stream of income for qualification with that. So if you have a specific set of circumstances you would like to discuss, please reach out to me and let me know what challenges you are running into. Lots of people come to me and say they think that they will be not eligible for financing. And lo and behold, after some digging and some research and some discussion, we find out that there's even more than one way for them to achieve their financing goals. And that's what I want all of you to understand is that having open conversations leads us to the opportunities that are available to you. We're about to take a break. If you want to give me a call or shoot me a text, 831-435-0385. We'll be back in a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. We are halfway through our show today. And I have a text question here from Stephanie. Stephanie wants to know if she has put in an offer on a property 
and has a pre-approval, is it too late to talk to another lender? Well, Stephanie, here's what I can say to that. First of all, thank you for your question. Um, but you know, if you have been working with a lender and they have provided you with a lot of support and guidance, then my encouragement is that you know you you can obviously get a competitive quote from someone else. And if that competitive quote isn't as good as what you're being offered by your current lender who has provided you with great service and support, bring it to them, present them with this and allow them to compete for your business. If you went online and you punched in all your information and you uploaded all of your documents and you haven't heard from any specific individual who helped you come up with a strategy or helped you figure out the best plan for you and your money, then get that competitive quote. And if that quote is better and your current lender isn't able to meet it, then feel confident in moving your business. Money matters. The dollar amounts that you pay to borrow the money that's out there is a huge piece of what it is that you're doing. And you deserve to have the best support. And that means the best customer service. Now, I know there are people out there saying, Nisha, customer service is such a dying art. And, and I agree with you in a lot of aspects, particularly in the financial services industry, where so many pieces of it are automated. But that's why this industry still has live humans who do an excellent job of guiding our clients with information and education because it takes a customized approach to everyone. And if Stephanie, if you're not getting that, then give me a call. I would love the opportunity to show you what I can bring to the table for you and what a true support role looks like for you in your transaction. So as always, if you have questions, reach out to me, let me know what I can do for you and how I can help you come up with the strongest strategy for your transaction. Now, we talked about pre-approval. We've talked about flexible financing options. One of the things that we haven't talked about yet is what is happening out there in the market? What are we seeing when it comes to prices in the purchase field? And what we're seeing folks is prices are still hot and going higher. We're still seeing people getting multiple offers on their properties. We're still seeing listings hit the market. And within a matter of days, those properties are under contract. We are seeing time and time again, offers being presented with no appraisal and no loan contingency. Now, for those of you in the beginning phases of this process, I hope your realtor and your lender are explaining to you what these contingencies are. Contingencies are the stopping points in the contract where you agree that you have received the proper information to be able to say, I'm not backing out of the transaction based on this. So there's generally a physical inspection contingency, there's an appraisal inspection contingency, and there's a loan contingency. Physical and inspection contingency means that you've had the property looked at, you've had it investigated. And as long as you've championed all of the the reports there, and you don't have any issue, you're not going to back out of the property based on what you receive for information in those reports. The second being the appraisal. The appraisal, it comes in twofold. Are there any issues that the appraiser raised the flag on? And did the property come in at a minimum value of your purchase price? If you didn't meet the minimum purchase price with your appraisal, your financing is based on the lower, the appraisal rather than the purchase price. So they, they find for financing, the actual financing will be based always on the lower of the appraisal or the purchase price. And then the third being the loan contingency. Did you get your loan cleared of all your conditions 
and with the exception of the at closing conditions. Now, all loan approvals are conditional all the way through the day you sign on the bottom line because there are things that need to be achieved from you in order to get that money to change hands. But it's imperative that you understand as a buyer which ones are your responsibility and what is your borrower conditions to clear so that you can be confident in releasing those contingencies. We're going to take a break and we'll be back here in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Hey, hey, we do think the time is right, Bay Area. We are here and excited to talk to you today about real estate financing and the real estate business on the whole. We have with us broker and owner of Soul Property Advisors, Michael Hewitt on the call. Michael, thank you for joining us. Hi, Misha. How are you? I am well, thank you. How is the world today? Oh, it's uh, crazy. Just doing the numbers. You know, we have the same amount of listings coming out as every year since 2015 or more. It's just we have more buyers. And so the competition Mm -hmm. is really, really tough. So to get an edge in the market today, you went through the three, you know, uh, conditions we're going to need to satisfy with, as far as our uh, our appraisal, our loan, and physical contingencies. And with getting rid of those contingencies uh, out of the way, you know, a lot of these uh, offers are coming in with no contingencies. That means that they've came to you, they've gotten their uh, loan underwritten, they know that they can get a loan. The uh, listing agent has done all the inspections. We know what uh, the property, the condition is in. And that goes down to appraisal. And we're talking about appraisal, and we're going into these situations where you could go over what it's appraised for. we got to look at the numbers and make sure we have enough money to come in. And to strategize and to do that in a way where uh, it's very appealing to the seller is uh, is my forte. And uh, knowing the players here is also my forte. So I've done deals with 90% of the people that have listings here, and so... If someone's looking to come this way, then they should give me a call because I'll get them into contract where they failed over and over and over again before. It's so true. It really is a it's a personable business and it's a it's an industry that really requires that you have information and expertise on your side, but you also have to know who you're working with. And um, you know, and having the confidence of knowing that you've looked at those comparables and you understand the price gap between the listing price and the sales price in the neighborhood for that property. Uh, you know, Michael really nailed this one on on the head here. When when we're talking about appraised value, if the if the purchase price supersedes that offer price, we have to know that you have cash fall back in the wings to be able to make up that difference. And you need to know that information up front so that you can prepare yourself financially and mentally for writing a bigger check than you had anticipated, but knowing that the value is in capturing that property. Now, Michael, talking about strategy, what are you seeing aside from releasing of the contingencies? What are you seeing are some of the trends that buyers are using in order to gain edge when it comes to getting their offer accepted over some of the others in a multiple offer scenario? Um, well, if you go in with no contingencies, it makes it easier. But if we have contingencies, say the reason why. And uh, these agents that are listing the property, are, they, they are in the know. They understand. So if you go to them and say, hey, this is going to be our, our hurdles 
up front? Do you, how do you think, uh, you know, you want to tackle this or, hey, this is my idea. This is how I'm going to get over this. And I should, I only need a couple days. A lot of times we don't have a chimney inspection. And because of the earthquake, a lot of times you want to get that chimney inspected. And so, you know, to get a chimney inspector out there and you tell the listing agent, hey, you didn't get that chimney inspected. And before you have a problem with somebody else, I know a guy who can get out here in two days and get it inspected for us. So only need a three-day physical contingency. And he understands that, you know, as opposed to writing a 12-day going, hey, I don't know anybody. Um, you know, I'm going to have to scramble to get somebody out there. I've already worked with these people. I know. So I just cut down our contingency on that nine days. And mm-hmm. that's going to make the, make the difference in uh, getting your offer accepted or not. Just because, you know, I know the guy to call and I know he'll come out there for me, you know. And so and- things of that nature is what makes you a better agent. Right. And if you can explain to our listeners, what does that shorter contingency period do for the seller and how does that help them feel more confident? Well, if you're going to release that and that's your only contingency, they know that there's going to have it be a deal that goes through in three days as opposed to 12 days. So it's mm-hmm. going to be if all things being equal price and that kind of thing, then you're going to get your three day contingency, you know, accepted as opposed to 12 because that seller is out there waiting, you know. And then if they if it doesn't work out and they have to put it back on the market, it's a, it doesn't bode well because that next buyer is going to want to know why that first buyer fell out, right? right. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times we can explain like, yeah, you had a crappy agent and, you know, it's going to take too long, but other times it's, you know, there's a plethora of things, but usually that seller doesn't want to even go down that road. They'll take the three days and, and know that they can go back on the market real quick if, if it doesn't work out, but I always make it work out and then they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right. It's, it's a valid point. And, you know, for those sellers that are out there, you know, we, we respect from the buying end of things, the domino effect that, you know, you are unlikely to have this, a vacant property sitting somewhere that you don't care if it actually closes, you care. And you have a next transaction lined up. You're probably selling this property in order to buy another one, or at least you have plans for the money. And so there's a mutual respect about what we are saying when we put an offer out at, you know, for buyers, we are saying as a team, we commit to getting these buyers to the finish line so the sellers can take their proceeds and make good on their plans, whatever those plans are. And that's what it's giving those sellers the confidence to accept that offer and to understand who they're working with, who, what's the reputation of the person that they are receiving that offer from and have they made good on it before. It really does matter. Now, Michael, we've talked about this before. Uh, we've got two minutes before our next commercial break, but we've talked about how the fourth quarter this, this end of fall, winter start buying season has been just gangbusters. And I don't anticipate it being any different this year. Again, because you highlighted there are more buyers shopping than there have been before. Um, are you, do you expect more properties to come out to the market? Are you seeing any lessening or preparing uh, by, by sellers getting themselves in or hunkering down? What do you see coming for us? Um, October is always, uh, you know, most people around the, in the country doesn't realize that, you know, end of September, October are the nicest weather here in, in Santa Cruz. So we have a plethora of properties that usually come out in October when it is super nice. It's not hot. The fog is kind of 
uh, gone and, and it's just beautiful here. And so I think, you know, historically we've had a, a, a lot of properties come out in October and rates are still good. So I'm looking at putting, you know, another 20 houses into escrow this year between now and the end of the year. So anybody that wants to be on that list, give me a call. Awesome. Um, How does somebody get in touch but, with you, Michael? Uh, 831-246-2008. And, uh, and we'll get you into a property, educate you, and get you moved in the right direction. Um, I succeed where others have failed, and, and I'd love to do it again and again and again. So, Wonderful. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, Michael. We really appreciate it, as always. Michael Hewitt, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be cutting to a commercial, and we'll come back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Thank you so much for listening again today. We will be back every Tuesday from 2 to 3. And if you missed any part of this show, it will rebroadcast Sundays at uh, 3 o'clock. And if you're trying to get in touch with me, my phone number again is 831-435-0385. You can call or text to that number and email Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. Now, my departing message for today is for all those buyers out there with buyer fatigue, keep your chin up, stay focused on your goals, understand your purchase power. And don't get hung up on the sticker price. Look at the monthly obligation. That's the biggest indicator of what you can afford. And there are flexible financing options out there that can help you. So I want to help you make sure you're reaching your potential and that you're capturing these properties. If for those buyers that are still on the fence, what I can tell you is that house that has the same purchase price in an environment where the rates are going up is going to be way more expensive on a monthly basis for you. And as the prices continue to rise and as the rate market has been staying stable, you're still seeing an increased price, but not as much as if you see the rate market shift and the purchase prices stay the same. So please, if a buy is in your future, get yourself formally pre-approved now. Get really certain on what your ceiling is and what your comfort level is and get your professionals lined up, get your team strong so that you can hit the market heavily and not just be a shopper, but be a buyer. For all of you homeowners out there, if you've refinanced in the last 24 months, if you've taken cash out, if you need to take cash out, if you need to restructure your financing, if you're paying mortgage insurance, rates are still amazingly low. And now is a great time for you to refinance and capture that low rate and receive the best benefits. For several people who refinanced last year, they got caught in the increased price because there was a a buy up in value needed for refinancing. The price went up and the rates were not necessarily much different. It's still available in low price segments, but the cost for it was higher. So now is a great time if you're saying, well, I don't want to spend that much money again. There are lower cost opportunities out there for you. And we want to help you capture the best long-term financing strategy for you and pay off that high interest debt and get yourselves really comfortable again on the monthly basis. Now, if you are a realtor and you have properties that are coming to market and you would like to highlight them here on this show, please contact me directly. We can talk about your listing and we can have you set up a time in order to reach into our show and let all of the listeners know what you have coming to market. 
it is always a pleasure to join you. I look forward to receiving your text messages and calls. The questions that you bring to me help me understand what I can present to our listening audience so that I understand how to best provide you with information. And I get a ton of questions every week about what is a pre-approval? How do we get that done? How long does it take? And I want everybody to know that they have a resource in me. Now, again, I'm Misha. I'm with Essex Mortgage. I am the branch manager in sunny Santa Cruz. I have been serving the home lending industry for the greater part of 25 years now, and it is my pleasure to provide that information and expertise to you. If you are in the market and need to set yourselves up with a qualified lender, know that lending is not region specific. Real estate agents are very localized, but lending is by state. And so we have the opportunity to lend here in the state of California, as well as, well as many other states here at Essex Mortgage. So if there's an out-of-state opportunity that you would like some financing guidance on, I can help you there as well. Uh, before we go, I just wanted to remind you all that this show is for you, the listener. So I, I really do encourage you to, to leave me with your questions and give me the opportunity to answer them here on the air. We'll be back next Tuesday. And until then, be well and take good care of each other. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. Thanks so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.